Good morning, friends. Today is Sunday, the 11th of October, 2020. This is the 19th Sunday after Pentecost, proper 23. Our readings for this morning, and keep in mind that the readings for the daily office are different but complementary to the readings for the Holy Eucharist or um, whichever service you are blessed to be able to celebrate at your church today. My church is saying morning prayer but using the readings from the lectionary for the Holy Eucharist because it is our Sunday communal worship. So, Psalms 146 and 147, Micah 6, 1 through 8, 1 Corinthians 4, 9 through 16, and the Gospel of Matthew 15, 21 through 28. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is the rock of our salvation. O oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 146 Praise God. Praise God, O oh my soul. I will praise God as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God all my life long. Do not put your trust in princes, in mortals in whom there is no help. When their breath departs, they return to the earth. On that very day, their plans perish. 
Happy are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose help is in our sovereign God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. God sets the prisoners free. God opens the eyes of the blind. God lifts up those who are bowed down. God loves the righteous. God watches over the strangers. God upholds the orphan and the widow. But the way of the wicked God brings to ruin. God will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise God. Psalm 147. Praise God. How good it is to sing praises to our God. For God is gracious and a song of praise is fitting. God builds up Jerusalem. God gathers the outcasts of Israel. God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God determines the number of the stars. God gives to all of them their names. Great is our God and abundant in power. God's understanding is beyond measure. God lifts up the downtrodden. God casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to God with thanksgiving. Make melody to our God on the lyre. God covers the heavens with clouds, prepares rain for the earth, makes grass grow on the hills. God gives to the animals their food and to the young ravens when they cry. God's delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor God's pleasure in the speed of a runner. But God takes pleasure in those who fear God, in those who hope in God's steadfast love. Praise God, O Jerusalem. Praise God, O Zion. For God strengthens the bars of your gates. God blesses your children within you. God grants peace within your borders, fills you with the finest of wheat. God sends out God's command to the earth. God's word runs swiftly. God gives snow like wool. God scatters frost like ashes. God hurls down hail like crumbs. Who can stand before God's cold? God sends out God's word and melts them. God makes the wind blow and the waters flow. God declares God's word to Jacob, God's statutes and ordinances to Israel. God has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know God's ordinance. Praise God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Micah, chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. Hear what God says. Rise, plead your case before the mountains, and let the hills hear your voice. Hear, you mountains, the controversy of God, and you enduring foundations of the earth. For God has a controversy with God's people, and God will contend with Israel. O my people, what have I done to you? And what have I wearied you? Answer me. For I brought you up from the land of Egypt, and redeemed you from the house of slavery. And I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. O my people, remember now what King Balak of Moab devised. What Balaam son of Beor answered him. And what happened from Shittim to Gagal, that you may know the saving acts of God. With what shall I come before God and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before God with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? 
Will God be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? God has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does God require of you? But to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 16, the Song of Zechariah. Blessed be God, the God of Israel. God has come to God's people and set them free. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of God's servant David. Through God's holy prophets, God promised of old that God would save us from our enemies, from the hand of all who hate us. God promised to show mercy to our forebears and to remember God's holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our forebears, Abraham and Sarah, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship God without fear, holy and righteous in God's sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before God to prepare God's way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 4, verses 9 through 16. For I think that God has exhibited us apostles as last of all, as though sentenced to death, because we have become a spectacle to the world, to angels and to mortals. We are fools for the sake of Christ, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are held in honor, but we in disrepute. To the present hour we are hungry and thirsty. We are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless, and we grow weary from the work of our own hands. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When slandered, we speak kindly. We have become like the rubbish of the world, the dregs of all things, to this very day. I am not writing this to make you ashamed, but to admonish you as my beloved children. For though you might have ten thousand guardians in Christ, you do not have many parents. Indeed, in Christ Jesus, I became your parent through the gospel. I appeal to you then, be imitators of me. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle K, a song of our adoption. Blessed are you, the God and creator of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For you have blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Before the world was made, you chose us to be yours in Christ, that we should be holy and blameless before you. You destined us for adoption as your children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of your will, to the praise of your glorious grace that you have freely given us in the Beloved. In you we have redemption through the blood of Christ, the forgiveness of our sins, according to the riches of your grace, which you have lavished upon us. You have made known to us, in all wisdom and insight, the mystery of your will, according to your good pleasure which you set forth in Christ, 
as a plan for the fullness of time, to gather together all things in Christ, things in heaven and things on earth. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, God, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, yes, Lord, yet even the, do- even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. All right, let's talk about the readings. Let's start with Micah. Let's talk about Micah. I think Micah is a simple message, but one that is tough for us to follow. God doesn't want sacrifices of oil and rams or our firstborn children. God doesn't want any of these things that we have to offer that are God's to begin with. What God wants, what God requires of us is to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with our God. There have been hymns and songs and poems and all kinds of things written about this. It is no easy feat. But it is our calling. And what does that look like uh, look like for us in the world today, doing justice? I think that looks like social justice. I think that looks like righting the wrongs of millennia. Like we talked about yesterday, rehumanizing and beyond that, restitution. We have to bring our siblings up to even playing ground before we can be equals. They've been playing at a disadvantage for so long. That must be compensated for and overcome and set right.
and to love kindness. To love kindness more than the funny joke, more than the satisfaction of seeing an enemy in discomfort. To value love over everything. That's not easy, is it? And to walk humbly with our God, remembering that God is God. Above all, and at all times, and that anything that we have, anything that we are, anything good in us is because of God. We are at our best when we get out of the way enough for God to work through us. That's the humility that God is talking about here, this reverent awe of the amazing things that God has done in creation, including in us. That's what humility means, not self-deprecation or self-flagellation. But awestruck wonder at the beauty of God's love, at the breath that got breathed in this world, at the divinity in every speck of creation. That is what it means to me, at least. And I think that's what it meant to Paul. There's a lot packed into this session, a lot of subtext packed into this section of Corinthians. Um, He writes the whole thing in theater vocabulary about a, a pantomime. But I think what it means to us today is is that we might look foolish. There are times when we probably don't look like we're applying rational thought to that deep hope of faith that we talked about yesterday. There are smarter folks than me who plot the trajectory of the world and say that we are headed for our own end and there is no hope. But we do have hope, and though it might make us fools in the eyes of the world, our hope in and our love for God and all God's creation, I think, is part of that divine charge. And we respond in ways that the world doesn't respect, you know, with love, with kindness, without vengeance, with a desire for peace and justice. But justice doesn't mean bringing anybody else down. Justice means picking up the ones that have been pushed down. Justice means setting things right, not doing further wrong. And yes, it probably looks very foolish. And I don't care at all. And yet it is hard in those moments. When we are facing the savvy rhetoric 
of someone who has no hope for whatever reason. And I think at that moment, all we can do is pray for the Holy Spirit to give us words to keep shining, like we talked about yesterday. And as Paul says today, to be unashamed, to be humble, as in Micah, but unashamed. Lastly, our gospel reading. This one's always a tough one for me because it almost feels like Jesus is being ugly to the Canaanite woman. And I should say here that my commentary makes an, an interesting point. Canaanite was already an archaic term by the time the gospel was occurring and written. Um, I think it's Mark that describes her as being Syrophoenician, which is, according to my commentary, a more accurate political description. And the commentator suggests that perhaps the archaic term Canaanite may have been designed to recall Israel's traditional enemies. And so I think that what Jesus is doing here is not criticizing her, but he is leaving an open, he's, he's making an opening for her to speak wisdom, for her to speak unexpected wisdom. And be healed for her to show her faith. Because just like the centurion soldier, he praises her for her faith and says it is for her faith that she will be healed. And so I think the point that Jesus is making here, he presents the argument so that it can be discounted. And the point that he's making is that it doesn't matter if she's Jewish or Canaanite, rich, poor, nothing matters but her faith. All that is required is faith. And I think this goes back to what we've been talking about already this morning, that it is faith that sets us free. It is faith that heals us. It is faith that allows us to open the door to God's love. So keep faith, my friends, have eyes to see the miracles all around us and know that God's plenteous feast and healing is for all. Amen. And forgive me if this was, was trite. I believe that there is truth, truth in it. And sometimes we need a reminder of the trite things. We need to remember that the people that we think have a monopoly on wisdom and truth really don't. That all it takes is simple faith. And it might seem foolish. But it's actually divine. Amen. Let us continue on by affirming our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen.
our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We're going to use the suffrages from Enriching Our Worship, Volume 1, found on page 42. Help us, O God, our Savior. Deliver us and forgive us our sins. Look upon your congregation. Give to your people the blessing of peace. Declare your glory among the nations and your wonders among all peoples. Do not let the oppressed be shamed and turned away. Never forget the lives of your poor. Continue your loving kindness to those who know you and your favor to those who are true of heart. Satisfy us by your loving kindness in the morning. So shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Amen. A College for Sundays O God, you make us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of your begotten, our Savior. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you, that the week to come may be spent in your favor. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The Collect for today, Proper 23. God, we pray that your grace may always proceed and follow us, that we may continually be given to good works through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Collect for Guidance Heavenly Creator, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight, through Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. At this time, let us lift up those whom the Spirit has placed on our hearts for prayer. Let us, as my Quaker forebears would say, hold them in the light. And I think that's just a beautiful image to picture them surrounded in God's love and light. God, I pray that we would so order and prioritize our days that the rhythm of our life may show praise to you. 
that we keep your love, justice, and mercy foremost. All our steps directed towards you, dear God. And God, when the challenge comes, when we are called fools, ignoramuses, and anything else that the world wants to throw at us, may we hold fast to your love. May we continue to be beacons of your light in the world, and may your Holy Spirit give us the words to speak. May our faith shine true, and through our faith, may we be healed. Amen. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your, lo- all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the means of grace and for the hope of glory, and we pray, Give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.